0: the Kerry Ambassador Programme podcast series, introducing you to the community and industry leaders aiming to make Kerry a premier business events destination and a place to do business.
1: Eddie McGillicuddy is the founder, owner, and chief executive of Glen Carr, a leading construction delivery partner, going to become one of the UK's most successful privately owned contractors. He was born in the Kerry village of Glen Carr, from where the business takes its name. Eddie, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Massive congratulations on being one of the 37 Kerry ambassadors.
0: Thank you very much. It's a privilege.
1: You were chosen because you're a highly regarded influencer and decision maker and because of your Kerry roots. Can you tell us about those?
0: My Kerry roots? I was born in Kerry in 1980 and spent the first few years of my life up in the mountains in Glencar. We left in the early 80s over to Harrow in north-west London.
1: You still have family in the area, here. Yeah.
0: So mum and dad, the whole family went over. My youngest brother was born, the only one born over in the UK. The rest of us were born in Kerry. Mum and dad moved back probably five years ago, back to Glencar. So it's another reason for us to come and go and... Bring the kids over so we love it back here
1: So although you spent most of your life in London with a business called Glencairn Construction Kerry is obviously very much in your heart can you talk to us about flying that Kerry flag in London?
0: Flying the Kerry flag in London is very easy there's a number of major players in the construction industry in London that are from Kerry you've got the Rochfords you've got the McCarthy's with Team Force you've got Dermot O'Grady you've got various other people from Kerry and they're, they're, there's a good team of us over there and we all support each other them lads are very active in the Kerry Association I tend to do less but attend the events (laughs) and uh, my father's the Kerry Man of the Year this year so that's a very privilege for us so we love to shout loud and proud about being from Kerry and the area over
1: there. Before we discuss the success of Glencar Construction can you talk about your own beginnings then in the construction industry?
0: Sure. My father's in construction. He's, um was a shed basher, as they're called. He built massive warehouses up and down the country in the UK for years. So every weekend, mum would say to dad, take the kids out, get them away from me. There were <laughs> seven of us. so Dad would horse us all in the car and we'd be driving up and down the country looking at dad's developments. So watching fields turn into these massive, pristine warehouses and various things was fascinating for me from a very early age. So... I was first exposed to it then. I went to university. I studied construction management up at Liverpool, John Moores University. Graduated from there and day one started at uh, my previous organisation. I was there for six years. Decided to travel with my wife, Rebecca. Went to Australia, worked on the client side of project delivery in Australia. Loved it there. Enjoyed our time there, but on the return to UK, definitely went back to main contracting. Had a total of 15 years at my former employer. So I was a one-company man then. Eventually thought, I'd like to do this on my own, so set up Glencar. And from there, the rest is history, really.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Kerry is obviously world renowned, and many Irish property developers have excelled in the UK, as you mentioned there. When establishing Glencar Construction, as well as, as I suppose, the sentimentality, was there a strategic reason for choosing the name Glencar Construction?
0: Sentimentality definitely played a part, but also the word Glencar is strong. And I love our brand. I love the word Glencar, A, because I hail from Glencar. I love being from Glencar and I think the word strong so it's a strong brand everywhere we go to our developments up and down the country in the UK and now in Dublin we have Glencar every second panel it's everywhere so we're very proud of the brand we think it's a strong word a Yes, sentimentality, but also it rolls off the tongue. I looked at McGillicuddy construction, but it didn't really roll off the tongue really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and when you were setting up the company, had you a vision for the type of projects and the clients that you wanted to attract?
0: Definitely. As I said, I was 15 years old, my former employer, I was very much a industrial and logistics specialist. So big warehouses for technology, for dot coms, for that sort of client and tenant. When I set up, I sort of canvassed opinion from my existing clients and my existing consultants. I said, well, what do you think if I was to do this? And every one of them, without fail, encouraged me to do it, said, yes, go for it. Timing's right. You'd be a success. Albeit when you start, they can't follow you. When you're a new entity, it's very hard for someone to employ you in one of these big schemes. So It takes time. And the clients I worked for when I started Glencar are the clients I still work for now. So that's testament to the people who are in the organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You mentioned your father, Pat, there a few minutes ago, a much respected name in logistics. You chose him as chair of Glencar Construction. Was that drawing on his successor to maybe ensure you had a candid voice there as chairman of the company?
0: It's very much both. You can't buy experience and to draw on his experience is massive. I suppose it's harder for me to ask him for advice because he's my dad, he'll always be my dad. <laughs> but certainly my colleagues and the team around us see dad as a bit of a legend, he's a mentor and to draw on the experience and the sort of success I suppose of his career is huge, he's an invaluable asset in the business and he's a wiser head where I'm very much yeah, let's do everything, let's build the world, dad We be like calm down, let's do it slowly and more measured. <laughs>
1: The UK's National Vaccines, Manufacturing and Innovation Centre is one of the projects that Glencar Construction has delivered. Can you talk to us a little bit about this and and maybe some of the other major contracts that you've secured and developed?
0: Yeah, sure. VIMIC, as it's known, the Vaccine Manufacturing Innovation Centre, we secured that scheme prior to the pandemic and we were supposed to have a nine-month sort of design period, six to nine-month design period before starting on site. But on award, the pandemic hit quite hard and so the UK government tasked us with delivering it early, starting early and delivering it early. And so we rallied all our team, around us our supply chain the statutory authorities which is electricity water gas all the usual services and it really demonstrated all that is good of our industry everyone rallied and we we actually built then designed really whilst we're designing build contractor we secured a 16 million pound scheme and our final account was 135 million something like that so it, it demonstrated all that's good in our industry everyone pulled together and we deliver that a fantastic facility in a, in a far shorter period of time than was originally envisaged other notable schemes we're doing the next vaccine manufacturing facility for the uk that's for moderna that's 150 million pound developments in harwell as well we can see out the window to the vimic and we're doing a million square foot for Renus. Renus are a third party logistics provider from germany that's a million square foot over two units but it's also got sustainability it's a timber framed office clt we've got sports pitches going in it's it's what they call a campus but it's a really good place to work it's sustainable it's enjoyable it's really considering people's sort of how they work and how well they are at work and how much they enjoy and the engagement of where they work. It's really quite, it looks into the future really of what the workplace will look like.
1: And with the delivery of the vaccine centre, was that very difficult then in the middle of Covid when I suppose there was so much unknown at the time?
0: It was challenging. It was challenging. When the guy, when Boris Johnson was popping on the TV saying everyone to stay at home, I'm telling my guys, no, go to work. They're saying, oh, my friends are all staying at home and getting paid and I'm ever jumping jump in the car and go to work from seven till six every day. It was challenging, but look, the team responded. They were amazing. You look back and it was exciting at the time, really. It was exciting because we're at the forefront of a response to a significant event. And the team engaged. They loved it. And all them guys are still playing away for us now. So, all good.
1: Also on sustainability, which you just mentioned as well, is that really driving change in the industry? How has it been impacting on your company?
0: It's huge. It's huge now. It's no longer a box-ticking exercise, where it was historically. Now you have to deliver on sustainable credentials. We are net carbon zero on 99% of our developments. We track everything. We have our own sustainability department. James Scott's head of our sustainability. We try and educate clients now. Funds are actually lending money cheaper to people if there's sustainable credentials on the development. So it's now not box ticking. People have acknowledged that there's a real requirement for us to take action and we are taking action. I think the construction is, whilst it is probably the worst in terms of how we impact the planet, but we're also leading the way in responding to that, acknowledging it and responding to it.
1: Clean car construction was set up just seven years ago, but is now among the top 40 largest contractors in the UK. What do you think would have been the main driver for that success?
0: Our people. Our people are fantastic. It's a very, very easy answer. They are well-trained, they're retained, they're engaged, and they're excellent at what they do. We are 100% client retention, so all of our clients come back to us again. So we have more than one job of every one of them. There's no better reference. So I say to my guys, we'll be measured if they want to go on this journey again with us, and they all do. So it's, it's an easy answer. It's the people. We've created a great team there, and long may that continue.
1: And how do you retain staff like that? Because, I mean, there is a shortage of people in the construction industry.
0: We've taken quite a lot of people from Kerry, to be fair, but um, it's challenge them, challenge them, make them enjoy coming to work. We have a great social scene, we have golf society, football societies, we have a great social side, we do Glencar gatherings a couple of times a year where everyone comes in and we talk about where we are, how we're doing and have something to eat and a good drink, so there's that side. We make it a fun place to work. I like people to laugh and smile at work and not dread going to there.
1: Being chief executive of such a successful UK company is clearly demanding. How do you manage that while maintaining the strong ties that you have here with Kerry?
0: Well, Kerry's my home. Whilst we have English accents, me and my brothers and sisters all think we're from Kerry, so we identify as being Kerry people. <laughs> I've got an office in Kerry, I've got an office in Dublin, so I'm backing over quite a lot. I love to bring the kids back, so we come at Easter, we come at summer. It's something I'll never change. My sister lives over here now, she's chief executive of Tesco in Ireland. Another reason for us to come over, so we love it back here.
1: You have a young family, you mentioned your family there. Is it important that you're getting them back and that you get them to engage with being part of Kerry and their Ab- Kerry heritage?
0: Absolutely. They get the new Kerry shirt and they get the new Ireland shirt every year and they're told <laughs> to wear it to every sporting event. <laughs> no, but they love it back here. They love coming back. I had carefree summers, I had carefree Easter's and Christmases back here. My youngest is three, so she can't quite be carefree like the rest of them, but um, out in the fields, the lakes, climbing trees, running around in the fresh air, walking on Ross Bay, you just, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. There's so many different things to do every day. Whilst we know that place very well there's always something else you can go and do so we love it back here and my wife she's from manchester originally she absolutely adores it back here as well so it's an easy win
1: last year glencar construction established the kerry office which you just mentioned there at the rdi hub in calorglan do you want to spread the business footprint in ireland or is it the innovative opportunities that the rdi hub offers that drove the decision to base yourselves there
0: yeah so we've got an office in dublin and in kerry rory mcgillicuddy my first cousin runs them it's a bit of both. We're on site in Dublin building for IKEA. We've got three or four more schemes coming up, one in Galway, two more in Dublin, looking at some, some stuff in Cork. We'll always have had a hub in Kerry somewhere. Calorgan was ideal because it's quite close to Glen Carr. I get up to go see home and it's something we're definitely looking to do. We want to have a presence in Ireland. I see the there's significant opportunity coming in Ireland. I think the dot com and the sort of infrastructure associated with distribution and logistics is immature and I think it will mature. It's starting to already. We're seeing a lot more massive warehouse developments come up around Dublin and I think whilst being in keeping with its environment, I think that will spread through. Island.
1: And having the office in the RDI Hub in Kilordland, it's an easy commute from London for yourself as well. It is,
0: very easy. We're well, about half an hour from Luton and then you're flying into Farron and then half an hour up the mountains. So we love it.
1: <laughs> Can you talk to us a little bit more then about those growth opportunities that you see in Kerry then within the construction industry?
0: So, Rory, who runs the office, I mentioned that the RDI Hub has identified a number of schemes that we're tracking on our pipeline in Kerry. They're coming to fruition in the not-too-distant future. Hopefully, you'll see a uh, Glencar construction flag flying very soon in Kerry.
1: So, will you be recruiting in Kerry? Or Absolutely. do you generally move teams around? Uh,
0: we generally move teams around. So, we took a, quite a few lads from Glencar and from around Claughlin and places like that. Dermot O'Grady's been a great source of people. But they generally have come over to the UK, been educated in how we do things, like learn the Glencar way, as I call it. A few of them lads have gone back to Dublin, and as a up schemes pop up in Ireland. Them lads will be the first guys to come home.
1: And... Do you go elsewhere then around the world do you work in other countries?
0: We're looking at mainland Europe but at the moment it's just UK and Ireland and that's where for the next year we'll probably stay there. We're looking at a number of data centres in mainland Europe so that's a growth industry significant opportunities in that so.
1: And that would be further down the line?
0: That'd be in the next 18 months I'd suggest.
1: And would you have plans then beyond that to move anywhere else in the world or? Oh, I don't know
0: let's <laughs> take one step at a time. Da- dad would say no to me here but I say you never say never. <laughs>
1: the Kerry ambassador programme then that's obviously what we're here to talk about today why were you keen then to become a Kerry ambassador
0: well why wouldn't I I'm a proud Kerry man I love being from Kerry so any opportunity I can get to spread the good news about this place to shout loud and proud I will and I do we love being from here we love being able to come back here, and I'd love for people to experience that so anything I can do to help I always will
1: And do you see a lot of business tourism opportunities in Kerry then in terms of bringing maybe construction industry events to this county? Yeah,
0: I definitely do. And as I mentioned that to the guys when I was talking to them, Becky, at the programme, you've got everything here, haven't you, really? You've got fantastic hotel facilities, you've got fantastic restaurants, pubs, social side, then you've got experiences, you've got hiking, swimming, surfing, golfing, fishing, shooting, you've got a myriad of... Various experiences that people won't get in London, that won't get elsewhere, that you can come here and it's concentrated in quite a small area. It's three hours door to door from London to here and you've got fantastic, you've got everything you could want to have and the facility to have meetings. So we bring the guys over a board meeting at the RDI hub, then we'll go out on the boat in Carseveen and have lunch in Dingle and then back to the, the office. You've got such a fantastic array of opportunities in quite a small area really.
1: And I suppose having that infrastructure there, whether it is the technology that the RDI hub has or the flights into Kerry Airport from London, it's all building on Kerry's reputation that, you know, we are a county, we can facilitate big business here.
0: It is, absolutely. And that's something we're probably next year now, But this year I'll be pushing it a lot more than I have done today because we've been quite busy with our growth. But uh, we'll be looking to bring teams back here a lot more now.
1: I know you mentioned you're involved in the, the Kerry Association in London. Maybe not so much hands-on, but <laughs> you know, you're know you obviously networking, you're meeting people from Kerry over there that are London-based. Do you see Kerry people that are in business in London, do you see them taking more business back towards here in Kerry?
0: Uh, I think they should do. Well, I can't really talk to them. Certainly I know Rochford and people like that and Dan Timo Sullivan, guys out all already do but yeah they should do it's incumbent upon us all to spread the good news and have people experiencing what is so good about the back here to be fair
1: when you come to Kerry I know you mentioned you come a few times a year with the family and obviously on business as well whether it is bringing clients for business or it is bringing the family over what are the kind of things you'd like to do to showcase Kerry?
0: Well, the golf. I love golf, so you can't beat the golf back here. You've got Bally Bunyan, Hogshead, Waterville, Dukes, Killarney. There's an embarrassment of riches, isn't it? We shoot, so I love shooting. There's great shooting in the winter. Fishing, you can't beat the fishing back here. Climb Carrauntoohil. Hill, go for walks, walk Ross Bay, you know, Bally Bunyan, the beach there. There's just an array of things they can do. We've got, we have a boat back in Castleveen, so taking people out to the Blaskets or around to Valencia Island or last year I took 20 guys around to Dingle, had a beautiful lunch in Dingle and back again and there's just so many things you can do and have the morning in meetings and the afternoon enjoying yourself and then have a good drink pint of Guinness and something to eat in the evening so (laughs) it's a (laughs) win-win
1: Eddie well look we're going to leave it there thank you so much for coming into studio while you're here in Kerry on your holidays and continued success to all in Glencar Construction
0: well thanks for having me very enjoyable The Kerry Ambassador Programme driving economic growth through business events and investment opportunities and raising Kerry's profile as a global business hub. For more, visit kerryconventionbureau.com forward slash Kerry Ambassador.